mortgage rates plummeting down and mortgage price war commencing. Find out more now. Whether you're at the beginning of your property journey, looking to enter the market or a seasoned professional seeking new strategies and insights, this podcast is your one-stop resource for all things property investment. Welcome to the Property Investors Network podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together and make your property investment dreams a reality. Hello and welcome to the Property Investor Network. My name's Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here. So Nationwide has just announced that it is starting to slash its mortgage interest rates to the lowest it's been in eight months at 3.84%, while some rivals still rise with their rates. There is a war coming and it is in the banking sector, it is in the financial sector, and it is very, very interesting. As Nationwide lead the charge, they intensify the mortgage price battle by announcing big cuts to some rates that propel to the top of the best buy tables. As a property professional, you should always be looking for the latest information, the latest facts, but Britain's biggest building society has blown the doors off with reductions of up to 0.81%, said some brokers. Its new mortgage rates now start at 3.84% and the lender's lowest rate for eight months. So what does this mean for property investors? What does this mean for people looking to get started in property or get on the property ladder for their own residential properties. Well, it means very good times may be coming our way. As Barclays are also following suit, all right, it's only a 0.6% off of their fixed rates, but it's still going in the right direction. But not everybody is doing it. And that is because of the increased in market swap rates, which is where they move money from banks to bank, which largely determines the price of fixed rates as money is moved and slushed around as people try and, or banks should I say, try and distribute it to to us at the end of the day. That's how they make their money. So a few lenders have increased their rates because of this over the past few weeks. Santander has announced a small increase in the prices that it has on its fixed rates, which will take effect on the 24th of January. So if you're watching this, that has probably already happened. But nationwide new rates, which go on sale at the same date, which is the 24th of January, include a five-year fixed home loan aimed at home movers and first-time buyers. So this is now being offered at 3.85. Now, as a property investor, we are in a different category to that. We, of course, are not first-time buyers. But for people wanting to switch and go on to these sort of things and buy their own property, this is very, very good news. I spoke in another video how the government are actually looking at 99% mortgages for first-time buyers. Well, that's absolutely great on the, on the grand scheme of things for first-time buyers. With, of course, nationwide dropping down this interest rate as well, it makes it very, very achievable. But we have to, again, and I've said this before, be careful that we do not start a mini boom in the housing market that actually goes out of control, that actually sets us back, you know, potentially five, 10 years like the financial crisis that we had in 2008. 
Now, Nationwide are normally a company that tend to try and start to set the trends with things. And of course, they're looking at getting the market kick-started, which says to me that they know something that we probably don't right here, right now. The government, of course, are looking at elections this year. They're also they're looking at how they can kickstart the economy and continue with growth. If you've noticed, since interest rates have been going up, it's been very, very difficult to get deals to stack, to actually go and buy properties, to get mortgage companies to actually fund the mortgage and the deals that you're looking for. Of course, the market now is a bit stagnant. In some areas, it's dropped quite substantially. And of course, with inflation, we need to try and make sure that we keep that on track as a country as well. So the government are out there. They are trying to do what they can do. But of course, so are the banks. So are the financial institutes that right here, right now, maybe are looking for a spring that they can actually make a lot of money in. So predominantly, if you look at the cycles, when people buy houses, when people move houses, it always really starts from spring onwards. Once Christmas is out of the way, you've got over the New Year blues and you're getting back out there. So for me, they are really trying to entice people to come in, to get that money spent, to get the money off of their books, get it all in borrowed and start making their fortunes, which is what they predominantly do. But the thing is, we need to be going out there and doing our part as well. People say, you know, we pay too much taxes, we pay too much interest and all of this. What we have to remember is if you more tax you're paying on your business, sensible tax that there's no choice, you've got to pay it. I agree with. Why? Because we have to actually feed the goose that lays the golden egg. If you want to live in a country where you can thrive, where you can start businesses, where you can become a property investor, you need to feed the goose that actually keeps that economy in place. Why? So you can continue to thrive. You know, we don't look at other countries where the economies are, you know, dead in the water or potentially there isn't even a decent economy there and think I need to go over there and start businesses. No, people want to come to countries like this. They want to come to America. They want to come to countries where the economy is doing what it's doing. Now, do I always agree with everything that they do? No. Do I think they take too much? Yes. Do I think they spend it on the wrong things? Yes. Would I like to see more put back into the country, into the economy, into helping people? Yes, I certainly would. And I would certainly love to have a bit more of a say on what actually we spend our millions and billions of pounds on. But we can't. We're never going to please everybody. But it is nice to see that these interest rates are coming down. Now, as landlords and as property investors, if the residential field's coming down, that normally means that we will follow suit. Now, we're never going to be at those same points as residential mortgages. But right here, right now, and I talk to a lot of um, mortgage brokers, the market is getting very, very close. Now, when it comes to um, landlords who have got properties or mortgages or they're looking to get mortgages in their own name, there always used to be quite a big gap when it came to a limited company. And of course, it's more tax efficient in most places. Now, do obviously go out there and seek professional financial advice on your own circumstances. But in most cases, it's more cost effective to have property or to buy property in a limited company. Now, We've always been stuffed on those mortgage rates when it comes to that, which have always been a lot more than if you bought it in your own name. The great news for that is now it's normally now only a few points difference between buying it in your own name and buying it in a limited company. Again, that is because they've seen that people want to buy things in limited companies. They want to buy properties in limited companies. And if they're making it difficult for people, less people will try and do so. 
So then they bring it back down, supply and demand. If the market goes absolutely crazy with residential purchases, and it booms and everything, you will start to see the interest rates going up. You will start to see house prices, of course, going up. You will start to see rents going up. The economy will grow, but it could grow too quickly. It could be a false perspective and we could be in for a shock. So we need to make sure that we are sensible on this. We need to make sure that everybody is in hand. There was some regulations that were putting after 2008 where the Financial Institute had to run, you know, the mortgage package that they were doing through a panel. That panel has now gone because it's been so long. So a lot of the restrictions that were brought in to make sure another 2008 crash in the economy doesn't happen isn't there anymore. And again, I just hope the powers of be are clever enough to make sure that we're not all falling into the same trap. You see, we've still got to remember that we had 14 consecutive increases in the rising interest rates from the central bank since December 2021. This launched in response to the inflation shock triggered by the supply shortages caused by COVID-19. And of course, the wars that we have going on in Russia and Ukraine. So we still have knock-on effects here, which we are trying to sort out. But of course, the next thing to that is defaults on mortgage repayments, okay? This is still on an increase, okay? They're trying to entice people to buy properties, but at the end of last year, according to the credit conditions survey, uh, which are ex expected to continue to rise in early 2024 as more borrowers feel the pinch. So more and more people are going to be defaulting on their mortgages. Now, that is not good news, okay? So we can get more people to go out there and buy properties and get mortgages, but if the ones who are consistently out there at the moment with the mortgages cannot pay, then the knock-on effect is the same. We get no benefit from it all and we could potentially see more and more people getting into this sticky positioning. Of course, the mortgage rate itself going up to what it has done 14 times and being as low as it was has caused a problem. There will be people now that have mortgages that cannot pay those mortgages. Why? Because maybe they're on an interest only or maybe they're on a fixed rate and they're coming to the end of the terms of those fixed rates. It is gonna be a very, very interesting next 24 months with the way the interest rates are, with the way people are coming off of fixed rates, mortgages. With fixed rate mortgage, of course, is where you've locked it in for three years, five years and all of a sudden you know what you're paying each month and then probably the percentage is lower than what it is gonna be now, and then you've come out of that and that can whack on a couple of hundred quid, could I whack on a, you know, a thousand pounds in certain areas, 1500 quid, couple of grand in some places, which all of a sudden changes if you can afford that property and things. So people will want to start selling properties. But the thing is, people also want to be buying properties as well. And of course, with the interest rates the way they are, making numbers stack is great. But the residential market, which will be good for first-time buyers, but most first-time buyers will only be looking at certain sort of properties. They want to be enticing and helping landlords as well to continue to grow, to continue to offer good living, good landlords and things like that. Okay, it's got to be looked at with an open mind, but it's got to be looking at all of the angles. And it can't, for me at the moment, I just feel that they're looking at 
the next couple of months. They're not looking at the bigger picture. They're not looking at the next, you know, two years, three years, five years on how we can actually just have a thriving property industry. They're looking at quick, short, sharp fixes. They're looking at, you know, 1% deposit for residential mortgages, 99% mortgages. I don't think that's the right answer. I think there's better ways to do this, but let's see what they bring in. But of course, we don't want to have any knee-jerk reactions to all of this. I just take the news as it comes through. I have a little read and then I like to update it and see what it's all about. Be the property professional because there will be opportunities. Whenever there is uncertainty, there are always opportunities there for us. And of course, as investors, we want to be looking at those opportunities. So at the back end of last year, the banks expected demand on mortgages uh, and purchases to actually be increasing, but it continued to fall. So it fell all the way through to the fourth quarter of last year, but they're expecting it to pick up at the first quarter of 2024. Why? Because they're going to start issuing 1% deposits, 99% mortgages. They're bringing the rates down. The rates are so much lower now than the actual Bank of England rate that is out there. So it's an interesting time. Stay on top of this. If you're interested or you're, you're getting involved in property and you need further help and assistance on this, and I'll tell you right here, right now, when you know what to look for, you know the opportunities to look for, you can take action and you can do really, really good deals. But sometimes we just don't know what to do or we don't know that next step. So if you're like that, then visit pinfurtherlearning.co.uk. We have free tools and resources there, webinars and stuff that you can um, that you can use, that you can learn from. Also, visit the PIN community, PIN Facebook community, over 21,000 property investors in there that can help and support you as well as that. And we do have our property investor network meetings. We have over 50 of those. We have, well, we have them worldwide now at the end of the day, but you will have a local meeting to where you live. So do go on, register for that. If you've never been before, use a voucher code MARK, my name, and the number 31, all as one uh, word, and I'll treat you to your first PIN meeting and go and mix with property investors in your local areas. It's a fantastic place, very friendly as well. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, feel free to like, subscribe, to share it with whoever and support the channel, okay? We put these out there every week for you to help and support you on your property journey. I hope this has helped you and I look forward to you joining me in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Investors Network podcast. Remember, investing in property is not just about numbers and profits, but also about building communities and creating a lasting impact. You can do this by checking out our website at pinfurtherlearning.co.uk. And of course, look to book onto your local property investors networking event. We are here to help and support you every step of the way, and I look forward to you joining me very soon. Bye for now.